Welcome back, guys. Another edition of the Captain's Log. Dr. Dollar, we've been talking about this now for five weeks. Uh, corona is a real thing. It's affecting everybody. It's closed down my business. Uh, it's affecting now your business. And uh, let's talk. We get questions, guys. We're happy to answer all your questions. Now's the time. If you have a question about the coronavirus, let Dr. Dollar know. He's going to answer it live. You don't have to wait in long lines. What's going on, Don? How are you? We're here. And Casey, thanks for watching. This is the Captain's Log. Dr. Dollar's going to answer your questions. You don't have to make these long calls. Doc, what's going on? Tell me. Well, you, you know, Captain Brian, we started talking about it in January, and, and uh, we knew about it in mid-December. At least I knew about it mid-December. I did not expect it to be where we are now. I When, when my son, uh, Julian, mentioned, uh, you know, uh, uh, the coronavirus in mid-December, I thought, you know, it's five people at that time, you know, in China, it's not going to get here. Uh, but unfortunately, it's it's here and it's all over Europe. It's all over the world. It's in every continent except Antarctica. Uh, so uh, we have to be prepared. So today, I really want to talk about you know what do you do to prepare yourself. I want to talk about at, at the end of the session. I really want to bring some good news because I have I you know I, I looked at all the good news. What's going on? Good news that we, we can have deliver. Good news. We have some good news. Okay. And and I really want to talk about. I made a list of all the good news. Uh, that we have. Uh, so I, I know everybody think it's... it's it Casey is. has our first question. Is it possible that somebody already had the coronavirus and has gotten over it without uh, even knowing? Absolutely. Uh, so 80% 80, uh, 80 of the patients are going to get the coronavirus and they're not going to have any symptoms whatsoever, Captain Brian. Uh, they're not going to know that they had the corona and it could be, Captain Brian, that you had the coronavirus and you just did not know that you had any symptoms. Uh, and uh, that's why we, when we are talking about mortality of 3%, 3% of the people, 3.6% of people die, we really don't know that number because we don't know what, how many people really had that disease. Only when you do blood testing later on, we don't have that blood test. We're going to look for antibodies. We're going to look for what is, you know, what is your immune system reaction. And you're going to know whether you had the disease or not. But right now, there is no test. There's no blood test yet available. I have a question. Yes, sir. So there's a guy that's in isolation now, like 30 days, right? Yes. And he, they mentioned that he could possibly have dead cells. That's why they keep testing positive instead of it already coming and going because he says he virtually has no symptoms. He's been there for 30 days. They keep testing. He keeps coming back positive. What yeah. does that mean? Yeah, so so some of the patients, and, and you know, I read several articles about patients that, again, they test positive and positive and they have no symptoms and it's more than 14 days, more than the incubation time. And, and we're not sure how it, is the test not sensitive enough or is it still, you know, communicable? Is it still can, can deliver some of these disease to other people? So I also have a question. What about if you get it and your house becomes, you know, there, it's going to be infected, right? There's places in your house that sure. you may not pick up the virus and kill it with sure. something that you clean. Sure. Can you get it again? Great question. And we don't have the 100% proof of the answer yet. But we think that once you get it, because as long as this virus does not mutate, once you know that you got it and you get it and you cannot get it again, it's like a hepatitis C or HIV. Once you have HIV, you can get HIV again. You are already, you have that immune system in yourself. Right, now, but HIV doesn't go away. HIV does not go away, but HIV, if, if you, assuming that you don't have symptoms today with medicine and everything, 
patients are walking in the streets with HIV and they have no symptoms whatsoever. They have viral load of essentially undetectable. So let, let's talk about hepatitis, A, B, C. Let's talk about the flu. The moment you have the flu, the flu is different because you have, the flu does every year, it changes a little bit. So it mutates, it's a much smarter, in my opinion, uh, um, virus than the, the, the COVID-19 that did not mutate yet. Let me interrupt you. You say it's much smarter because it's changing. We don't know if ours is changing yet, though. Is that not true? It did not change yet. So we don't know if it's going to change in the future. Uh, we don't know if it's going to become more aggressive or less aggressive. Uh, but so far, it did not change. So so far, when I say change, mutate. Mutate is when the, the virus changes a little bit, just a tiny bit, and then all of a sudden, your immune system does not identify it. So uh, Don has a question. It's pollen season, stuffy nose, no fever. What does that mean? You know, I... I you know how many people come to me and they have sniffles and, and just think about every year you have it. Chances that you get, you know, the coronavirus is seems still very, very low. Chances that you have allergies and you have the flu and you have a runny nose and you have stuffy nose and you have sinusitis or, or you have, you know, overall, the, the, the coronavirus does not come with a stuffy nose. That's not how it presents itself. It's a dry cough, It's a right? dry cough. That's right. It's a dry cough. Uh, so so it's, it, it stays a dry cough for a few days and then it becomes a pneumonia. So it's lower respiratory infection. So it becomes like a pneumonia and, and from there you go on. But it's not, uh, it's not uh, as a, you know, like the flu or, or runny nose or, or, or your eyes are itchy. So why is it pneumonia? Because the post-nasal drip goes to, down the chest and not out your nasal cavity? No, the, How does the, that the virus itself likes to, uh, is being attracted. It has an affinity uh, toward your lower lung. And as a result of that, it attacks the, the lower lung and it becomes, you become, you get pulmonary fibrosis, you get other problems with your lungs and, and it, it attacks your lungs. Casey has a question. Wouldn't it be better if the people all got it and they became immune to it rather than trying to avoid it? You, you know, it's a great question and, and it's, an, it's an ethical question. So if we all got, let's say the entire world, eight, nine billion people got the, the disease. Uh, and let's say the mortality rate is not 4%. Let's say it's just 1%. Because I think at the end of the day, when we're going to do the math, the mortality rate is going to be only 1%. Because they're going to realize that more people have it than correct. they've been able to test. That's We've correct. talked about that before. Absolutely. So all of a sudden, it's amazing. Captain Brian is listening to me. I listen. It's, That's it's how amazing. I learned that. That's how I learned it. It's know? amazing. So let's say it's 1%. And those 1% are your parents and, and the grandparents and the people that are very dear to us. Can we sacrifice them? In my opinion, we cannot do that. We cannot sacrifice, okay. you know, 1% of the population for the greater good. Uh, so, so we need to do whatever we need to do to save. Now, it's, the, the issue is here, should we protect those 1%, those people that are most likely? Yes, absolutely. Those people should not leave the house. Those people should not roam around and go to a Target and try to return something and get right. five bucks back because that's not the time right now. If you want to return something to, to Walmart or to Target, two months from now, three months from now, uh, when we have, because Captain Brian, I have no doubt we're going to have medicine to treat this. I have no doubt that 
that in the near future, what I, do I say near future? Three, four, five months from now, we're going to have a vaccine. There's no question. There's so much money involved in that. This affects the entire world. So why can't they find a vaccine for the flu that actually works then? If they... If you're so sure that they're going to find something with this much money, right. wouldn't some billionaire say, my God, if I cure the, the flu, right. then I'm going to have enough money? For because the flu virus, as I said before, is smarter than changes. the corona. Changes. And as a result of that, all of a sudden, this does not work and this does not work. When we, when we create a vaccine, we have to develop those vaccines. The vaccine itself mutates. And we have to all the time make sure that that vaccine works on those people. Uh, so, and nothing is 100%. Even when you get the vaccine, you still have a chance of getting the disease. Is it possible that if they do something now and catch it before it starts to mutate, we have a better chance of curing it quicker? Or? Uh, absolutely. If you, you catch it early on and you we vaccinate everybody, but again, you, in order for this to work, you have to vaccinate everybody. There's all those anti-vaxxer people, but whatever you call them. I right? think the anti-vaxxer will get the vaccine this time. Uh, but but let's, let's assume everybody gets a vaccine. You're talking about 8, 9 billion people that need to get a vaccine. You know, you, to create that, to make that, to produce that, to go through testing that, to, to make sure you are really getting what you're getting, to make sure you don't have complication, it's a big deal. It's a big, it's a whole movement. Absolutely. So, guys, we're taking your questions on the Captain's Log. Mitchell, how are you? John, thank you for watching. I see a lot of people on there. You guys have questions for Dr. Dollar regarding the coronavirus. Please type them right in there right, there, right now. We will answer your questions live. Dr. Dollar, tell us some positive things that are going to be happening or that you see already with the coronavirus. There's positives. There, there, there is positive. Okay. So, Captain Brian, I did some research in the last couple of days, and, and even today I did a significant amount of research, and we are going to go over some of the good news. So, first of all, the good news, the number one good news that I see, that China had closed down its last coronavirus hospital. There are not enough new cases to support hospitals that are just designed for the coronavirus. Wow. So, as you recall, China had, had built hospitals for five, 6,000 people just with the coronavirus. They closed those. Now they are being treated in regular hospitals. And That's, they're sending us masks, and, right? And they're sending us right, face masks and everything else. Uh, so, doctor in India treated also another news that came today doctors in india treated successfully patients with coronavirus with several drugs that we treat patients with hiv with different things and that had been working now again these are there's still a lot a lot of research about that drugs for hiv drugs for the flu uh, and and drugs for different the drugs that they currently already have approved correct you're saying that's correct but isn't it super expensive for those hiv super expensive uh, absolutely. But again, the moment it becomes, uh, you know, it's an epidemic. This is a pandemic. The, the price goes down automatically. This is not a, a matter of time the to company. Make money. Time like to make Amazon, money. they'll shut you down. Correct. They you will. saw that, right? And, and, right, I saw that. I saw, That's so, good. Uh, absolutely. This is, this is a war. This is a war against a terrorist uh, called coronavirus. Casey has a question. When should someone go get tested if they have it? If they see... To see if they have it. If fever is a symptom, is that always something you should do? Yes. So fever is one of the symptoms. And But, but again, if you think you were exposed or you feel like you have those signs and symptoms that are associated with the coronavirus, go and check. Now, it's true in the U.S. we've been a, a little bit behind on the checking, on the tests. 
Uh, but right now there are some test centers in uh, Lee County, in different counties all over the U.S. that are available. Uh, but you do need, you cannot just walk there and say, hey, I want to be tested. You do need a doctor to send you, to refer you to those centers. And LabCorp and Quest and all of them are going to have them very, very soon and it's going to be up and running. But again, a doctor has to refer you. There is a website uh, that actually you take a pre-test, right? That was created by Google, but they crashed it already. So It so, crashed this morning, I think, so, so many people. So that, that website, I think it's designed really for the west coast of the U.S. and, and mainly for the San Francisco Bay area. Uh, but um, they are, listen, they are going to work on that. They are going to develop all the apps and the, 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 whatever it takes. I have no doubt they are throwing so much money at this. Yeah. This is going to go away. Captain Brian, we are going to have this session three months from now, and you're going to say, I can't believe we're talking about coronavirus. We're going to talk about sex again. Because right. I really want to talk about sex. Yeah. I really don't want to talk about coronavirus, but we have to talk about coronavirus because that's what's on people's mind right now. They say the more sex you have, the less corona you get. What was that? That was a big thing going around. Uh, that was a, you know, one of the parties. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, fell, I fell victim to for, it. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I, I have no doubt. No doubt. Uh, any other questions, guys? Hey, Sam, what's happening? You're watching the captain's log. Dr. Dollar's going over right now. Some good news that he actually pulled up uh, from the coronavirus and some positives that are already starting to come out. Keep going, Doc. Right. It's so, very interesting. So the next one is a, a patient that is 103 years old in China, grandmother, fully recovered from the coronavirus. Again, we are saying that the elderly is um, higher risk and everything else. 103-year-old female had a grandmother, had the disease, and fully recovered. That's very, very good news. Uh, the next one, Cleveland Clinic developed a, a COVID-19 test that gives results in hours, not in days. Wow. Right now in the U.S., it takes four or five days through the CDC. You know, LabCorp and Quest and, and private uh, lab testing are thinking about days, but we are talking about hours. Remarkable. Uh, another good news from South Korea, where the number of new cases are declining. And that's what we're going to see in the U.S. in two, three months if we do the right thing. And, and Is it true that your orgasm can help boost your immune system? Absolutely. I, I, no question about it. So okay. stay, staying healthy, staying healthy uh, is very, very important. Sexual activity is very important. Unfortunately, Captain Brian, I mean, I've seen it in my practice. A lot of the patients say, you know what, I'm a little depressed. I'm a little, you know, because of everything going on, because, you know, I lost my job or I lost my practice or I lost this, or I lost that. I spent so much money in Costco. I have no more money. People are getting depressed. And when they are depressed, they don't want to have sex. Yeah, they turn away from they sex. They turn away from sex. They should turn back on the sex when uh, they're depressed. Absolutely. And and all, all kidding aside, you know, you don't get the coronavirus from touching yourself. So if uh, sex doesn't work, touch yourself. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Right? It's much right. safer. Much, much safer. You <laughs> cannot get it. I want to remind somebody, you know, everybody out there, actually, I saw a meme and it, I don't even know if it was a meme. It was a gentleman who creates memes and some of the memes that you've seen around the world, this guy actually created and he said, uh, my, oh, he says, your small population of, uh, what, what are they saying, um, of the people that are the most uh, prone to it? They're saying um, high risk. Yeah. Your small high risk population uh, to me is my everything. And it was his son who right. was very sick. So right. he just wanted, you know, everybody to understand that, yes, we're talking about a small percentage of the population. But imagine if that one person is your grandmother or your son who right. has some kind of immune deficiency or something Absolutely. like that. So Absolutely. it is it is for us in general as our population, I think 
to protect everybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go over a little bit more good news. Uh, again, I, I, may, I, I got a lot of research here about many, many things that we can talk about if they have questions. But again, I really want to cheer things up here. Uh, so scientists in Israel likely to announce the development of the coronavirus vaccine. Several companies in Israel are working on vaccines. They are, they are breakthrough technology, amazing stuff that they are going to make the vaccine. Also, when it comes out much faster than normally we used to make that. How, how can they be sure that the vaccine over, if they give it to somebody, they fast track it, that in nine months, there's not some kind of repercussion because they didn't get nine months of testing? Right. How do they do that? So, so they can't. So when, when you're fast tracking things, you can't. But when, when you're dealing with something that is a pandemic, that some, something it's is worth really, the risk. It's, it's worth the risk. Is that what it is? You, you are taking a risk. Every, every time I give you an aspirin, one aspirin, mm -hmm. I'm taking, you are taking a risk. There is a risk of bleeding. There are other risks. So if you're taking the risk when you're taking an aspirin, and it's significant, the risk of aspirin, taking an aspirin, Captain Brian, is significant. Uh, so every, so when we are taking, you know, the vaccine for we measles. We take aspirin so often. What's uh, the significant? The, oh, the thinning of the blood? Absolutely. So blood thinning, bleeding, etc. That's, I'm not talking about the coronavirus. As a matter of right. fact, let's talk one second about the coronavirus and, and aspirin, Motrin, Advil, Aleve, and steroids. So studies show that if you develop the coronavirus, and we are all going to know, we talked about it months ago, that we are going to know somebody that developed the coronavirus, make sure they don't take any aspirin, Motrin, Advil, Aleve, or any steroids. When I say steroids, prednisone, anything that decreases your really? inflammation. Absolutely. Your body needs an inflammatory response. When I punch you in the face, it becomes red and swollen. That's an inflammatory response. All the good stuff is rushing into that area. The platelets and the plasma and the growth factor to fix that area. If I will give you a Motrin, the inflammation will go down, but it will not repair itself. You are already, you are inhibiting. So there were four patients, as a matter of fact, that died in their 50s. They are fairly young people. And when they follow those people, they're 50. I say, well, how come a 50-year-old man died from, me, or men or female died from that? They realized that they all took anti-inflammatory medication. So if you have, if you develop that, take Tylenol. Tylenol. Tylenol to lower your temperature. I was just going to say, I loaded up with two, uh, 300 uh, pill counts of Tylenol thinking I was going to do something great. But you may overdose you may on that. Scared. You may overdose on that. Be careful. Well, I just bought it because they careful. were at Sam's Club size. You right, know, you course, can't buy course, 10 of there. Of course. They expire. They probably expire stuff, but that's okay. That's what I'm saying. And so, it's written, you know how in Costco they're... they're so Tylenol is okay, but it's the aspirin? Correct. Aspirin or any anti-inflammatory medication like Advil, Aleve, Motrin, Ibuprofen type of medication. This is very important. People do not know this. Yes. I, this is the first time yes. I've heard anything As well as prednisone is not good for you. Yeah, prednisone. Ooh, yeah. I yeah. hate that term yeah. in the first place. All right, guys. So keep firing your questions off. Uh, there you go, Casey, for your Tylenol question. I hope we, we helped you with that one. Dr. Dahl is asking, uh, answering your questions. Meanwhile, he pulled up a whole list of good of, news of the good news that's happening so Absolutely. far. So three Maryland coronavirus patients fully recovered and able to return to everyday life. Great news. Captain Brian. Did we not know that? No, no. I mean, we did not know that patients that go to the hospital and have, uh, you know, severe disease and, you know, after a couple of weeks, go back to normal life. We know that if you develop coronavirus and you have no symptoms, no big deal. But if patients go to the hospital, they're sick, and then they are being released in good shape, that's a different story. Okay. That's that's the very, very... Uh, very positive. Very positive. Um, 
What else? Uh, a San Diego biotech company is developing the COVID-19 vaccine in collaboration with Duke University and the National University of Singapore. Remarkable. Um, all seven patients that were treated in New Delhi in India were recovered completely. Uh, all these are very, what, what I'm trying to say, the entire world is working on something. Everybody wants to be that one that saves the world. Absolutely. And, and I want them, I, I want to give credit to everybody that is working for that. That's wonderful. We need that. And uh, now is the time to be positive. Don't, don't sit down and say, wow, it's the end of the world. We are going to get through. We mentioned that, Captain Brian, in, at the end of January, mm -hmm. we said, we are going to get through this. And some of us are going to get a few punches in the face. But at the end of the day, as Darwin said, you know, it's not the strongest animal that survived. It's not the, the, the biggest animal that survived. It's the animal that was able to be malleable and change with time. Uh, so those are the animals that survive. We are going to be survivalists because we are going to adapt and change and be positive and say, you know what, what do I need to do to protect my family, first of all? What do I need to do to protect my practice? Do I need to change something in my practice? You are doing some new stuff now. I'm doing new things. We are all going to evolve and become better and better. Let me ask you, when you get, uh, when you get to Corona and you go and you're a patient and they take you in the hospital, since there is no treatment, what are they actually doing for your symptoms? Yeah, so it's mainly supportive treatment. So the treatment is going to be hydration, for example, if you need fluids. If you need a respirator, they're going to put, they're going to intubate you and put you on a ventilator. Uh, if you need some, uh, if for example, you develop in addition pneumonia, that is bacterial pneumonia, they're going to give you antibiotics. If you develop uh, anything else, they're going to help you to support your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, everything else. So it's mainly to support you. No treatment right now. So not a lot, but enough that it's going to keep you alive. Absolutely. And the key is really here not to develop other complications. The key is here to survive that, that period and to let your body fix itself. And hopefully you're going to be out of the woods. At what point does the doctor say, okay, we need to admit you? Oh, the, the doctors are going to say, you need, they, they have a criteria. If you are a fever, if you have chills, if they think you're a risk for other patients, if you're a risk for your own health, if, you are, if they think you're going to communicate that disease, uh, they have a whole list of things. They're looking, well, he's unstable, he's stable. Uh, if I send him home, he's going to get, be worse off. Is he going to come back if I send him home? Meaning it's going to be, that's never good. When an ER doctor send you home and... 10 hours later, because the next year, doctor will say, hey, what happened? How come you send him home? Right. So there was a gentleman that took a JetBlue flight, right? And he took the test prior yeah. to getting on the plane. Yeah. From what I understand. Yeah. When he got close enough to be able to open up his phone, check his email. Yeah. He was told that he had the corona. He was positive, right? Yes. So is there a, a bunch of things that they tell you during that time? Okay, now you have to notify everybody around you. Like, what do they do when they tell you? I hate to get that, open it up and say I'm positive and be sitting in my living room. I, I think I'd shit my pants. Right. It, it, it is very scary. It's very, very scary because you're not scared for yourself. You're scared for other people. You're scared that you gave it. It's like, you know, if you are not a, a killer and, and you're going with a loaded gun and you start, I don't know who I shot. It's scary because that's not your human being. You, you're trying to protect people. You're trying to, you don't want to hurt anybody. And that person is thinking, who did I sit next to? Who did I touch? Who did I hug? Who did I, what did I do that, that I was, that I can communicate to? And it is very, very scary. I feel very, very fearful uh, to get that phone call myself.
Yeah, absolutely. Guys, if you have any more questions, we're going to wrap it up. But uh, Dr. Dollar, as always, having the latest and greatest. He uses uh, not the school of Google like I do. <laughs> he goes right to the journals, uh, pulls up all this information for you guys live on the podcast. Thank you for watching The Captain's Log with Dr. Dollar. Another episode, boom, boom. of uh, Corona. You know, we're watching it. So thank you for yeah. watching, guys. We appreciate your time. And if you like what you see, share it. Let us know. Go on our website, uh, thecaptainslogpodcast.com. Check it out. We're out. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.